Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Feel Better Show. I am, of course, your host with the most Feel Better, the podcast. And with me, as always, is the pulp culture expert himself, Aaron Toggs Films. How are you doing, Aaron? Quack. Quack, 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 Bash Brothers, oh, even better. Knuckle Puck jumping forward in time. Oh, yeah, my boy. And I was I was talking with a friend. We were watching it together, and they were like, there's so much quotable stuff in this movie. Yeah. Like you have the yeah. Oreo line. You have the Bash Brothers. you got the Knuckle Puck. you just got the quack, the flying V. Oh, so much fun. So yeah, much when fun. I forgot about the Oreo line, and I was a bit like, is that right? Can, can they use that? I mean, you know, it's... it was questionable. I do agree. Yeah, I mean, but I do remember, like, back having friends, and they were saying that because they were playing hockey. Yeah, and okay. so yeah, it's. But anyways, moving on. Yeah, yeah, moving on. We won't, we won't stay on that. <laughs> Love these movies. Yes, it was yeah. a great movie. I and I, you know what? I actually watched the uh, the the Disney Plus series. Uh, the, yeah, uh, that, the, that, the Mighty Ducks, the Never Can Doers, or whatever it was, but it was it, the. Oh, it was yes. so good, such a great yeah, show. Yeah, that, that's my plan. Like I said to you before, after watching the movie, I started watching the second one, and I think I'm going to finish the trilogy and make start on that series because I've heard how good it is for oh. so long. Like when I was back, when I was on the radio, uh, the the co the host of that show, he kept saying to me, "Watch this show, watch this show," and I'm like, "I'll get to it, I'll get to it," but. <laughs> Now that it's starting to sound like Al, you know, DJ Overflow, I'll put it on the list. It's on the list all every episode. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's always been on my list, but I've never really felt the urge to really dive into it. But now that I've I've regained that love of the Mighty Ducks, I've, I'm going to get to it for sure. It's, it's happening this week. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think the, the problem is for me, I've always been a Mighty Ducks fan because I'm a, a Canadian and we have, you know, yeah. hockey and like hockey is... Uh, make a wheel <laughs> uh yeah we we have hockey in our blood where it's like our national it's not our national sport it's our because uh, lacrosse is but it's like what we're known for so yeah, yeah. like i when the, i heard that they were making a tv show i was like yes awesome and the show just like like it's so it's heaped in cheese factor but it's so much fun and greatness and it's yeah. pretty much the the first movie but over a season yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's so, the thing because obviously in that movie again we're going to get to it that the whole story is it's it's throughout their whole season and then trying to get to the the finals of this uh peewee uh cup thing yeah. i don't i don't know hockey but um <laughs> yeah and it it you, you just kind of get snapshots of the games and then like they roll through and then all of a sudden they're in this final and it's like the big crescendo of the movie and it's to to stretch that all out across the season I'm, i'll be happy to sit there and watch that and i'm looking forward to getting to it yeah and, and it's bite-sized they're like like 25 to 30 minutes i think not long so and and their movie quality as well yeah. so you're like oh this is this is production behind it 
and you you they throw back they throw in the your, your some favorites in there you know um Emilio Estevez is one of the leads in it and you have the mother from the Gilmer girls in it um and it's just so much fun it's a great like it's like watching the movie the first movie all over again because I'm watching all the similarities and there's a lot of yeah. at certain points you get this just magical callback moment from the first movie and you're like oh that is just Yes, but anyways, yeah. uh, I don't want to spoil that because it's it's a great moment in the movie to remember. Uh, so yes, let's uh, let's get into the uh, pop culture news that you sent me this week. Um, yeah. Starting with uh, with Free Guy being uh, released uh, over the uh, past week, right? Um, okay. We're coming up. Uh, both director Sean Levy and uh, Ryan Reynolds have been doing the press junket and. Some news have been leaking from both, and we'll get to both of them. But the first is with uh, Sean Levy and a, ooh, I'm kind of questioning this sequel that's going to be happening on Disney Plus. Uh, what part of the news? Which which news story are we on? Oh, right, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you now. The Disney, yes. the Disney Plus one with Sean yes. Levy. Yes, yes, Night at the Museum animated sequel. Um, I. The, the Night of the Museum franchise is very strange. Like, the, the first movie was just... It was incredible, wasn't it? Come yeah. on, it was a great concept. Ben Stiller behind it as well, just brilliant. And Robin Williams, and it, any movie and, he's and it's in. Just, yeah, it's automatic uh, A-plus for me when Robin Williams in it. Like, the movie, he's such an amazing actor and all his things. But, like, the this, you got some great comedian moments. Like they're just great moments in it. And you have a nice simple story and it's like a father yeah. son. And you're like, Oh, I wish I could do that with my dad, you know, like, but at least I can live with it through this. So, yeah, but I don't know an animated sequel. Yeah. Um, it's, it's for kids. Is it? I, I know. Mean, I know. And that's, what's the problem. I, I, you know, I run they, into they, that in my head. These movies were good, and I mean, they kind of went downhill because they they pushed it so far. And which what yeah. they they do with these franchises, you know, they make yeah. a bit of money and they they pump everything out of it that they can. <laughs> squeeze, um, the juice, squeeze for the juice. They're great kids' movies. Um, they're not the sort of thing that I'd go back to a lot. You know, if it's on TV in the background, you know, I'll keep half an eye on it, but I won't go out of my way to watch them. But for kids, there is that magical element that that. It's sci-fi, but it's more grounded sci-fi. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so, it goes back to them wanting to know a bit about history too. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's teachable moments. It's not necessarily mm. you know hit you over the head learning <laughs> shows, but it's you know there's enough stuff in there for kids to latch onto and learn without really wanting to. And yeah. an animated series, it, it's going to be fine. For, I mean, I won't watch it. I don't. I don't think it's really aimed at our generation. It's no, more... it's not. It's it's more aimed to the next generation because we're showing this to our children. We're showing the Night of the Museum movies to our children because yeah. we enjoyed it and they're enjoying it as well. So with this here, it's like, oh, cool. You guys can watch it. I'm just like, it kind of like, it's like, oh, do I, do I really want to support like something milking more out of this trilogy that like the first one's amazing? But then again, I, I get it. It's not for me. Yeah, I'm just it's, an it's just, child. Yeah, I mean, if if it turns out to be good, we might be surprised. We might end up yeah. watching it because with 
it, it just depends on the animation style. Yeah, for me. a lot. That, of that's time, that's what I'm scared of. I I don't know what the animation like. If they showed a maybe we're thinking more like X cartoon or this cartoon with the idea or animated series, I'll be like, yeah, okay, I got a, a frame of reference. Yes, I can understand. I know where it's coming from. So okay, yeah. and it's it's again, I'm not gonna go out my way to see it, but it's happening, and I'm not I'm not upset by it. I just kind of don't care. It's just there, and it's. Like I say, it could be good, but if it's not, it's just for kids, isn't it? So, you know, again, it's it's something for the children where they can learn stuff and enjoy it. And, you know, it might even get them excited enough to go back to that franchise, which, again, is, is fine and watchable. So I'm happy to sit there and watch the movies with the kids if they like it enough. So there's, there's only positives that can come out of it, really, not really any negatives because we're not paying for it technically. So, true, true. yeah. All right. And then okay. Ryan Reynolds has an update about everyone's favorite uh, foul mouth superhero, Mr. Deadpool himself. What did uh, Ryan tell us about this movie? I thought it was quite a specific thing that he said. Like, it's not just saying it's going to happen. He, he, he's basically said that Deadpool 3 has a 70% chance of filming next year. Yeah, so the so script, it, what that means pretty much is the script is written. We're just waiting for them to say yes to the budget. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> think it's it's a weird number to kind of pull out of your ass, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's like maybe 50-50, you know, don't want to be so certain. But yeah, if we have to, because I think there's a bit more to it. Like he was like, oh, you know, with the uncertainty, it could be 50-50. But if we had to put a percentage on it, yeah, I would say it's yeah. about 70% chance we're going to film in 2022. And it's like that's a very like for ryan reynolds that's like yeah the movie's being made they're just waiting for the like yeah I just, like I, one more I, a big announcement i can't with that guy because he's so funny and so brilliant anything that he says you're like is that right is is he being serious? He, he is, know. because I, I don't doubt that he's actually currently writing it right now. The film is being written, and he's now using social pressure, because everybody loves that movie, right? Like, you you yeah. love the Deadpool. Like, even though the second one was was a, a money squeeze by Fox, and it wasn't the greatest, Yeah, it still had enough that you're like, yes, I love this. Yeah, like, I, I, I think that, sorry, the main problem with Deadpool 2 is they put too much into it. Yeah. Because you know the first one had such a small budget, it was like eighty million or something, which is, sounds a lot to me and you. But to Hollywood, that's that's, that, that's like a, that's an independent film there. Yeah, exactly, and it, it did so well with the money that it had that it made so much money after yeah. that. They was like, well, we got to pump so much money into the sequel when you don't need to, you know, considering how well they did with the first one. But I get it; they want to do that because there's they were, they were that trying to generate revenue because they were near the end of their life. They're trying yeah. to justify their bonuses. Yeah. And but it came home to mommy now. It's with Marvel back in the bosom of the safety of Marvel. So Marvel can have some fun with it if Disney the, allows them. And Mr. Feige. Well, why won't they? Disney, you know, we spoke last week about Disney doing the Predator reboot. That's true. That's not for kids. Come no, on. definitely. And, uh, if know. they can I, I would love to see them Disneyfy the Predator. <laughs> that I, would be hilarious, ladies. I and actually people. really do. I want to see what kind of song he will sing about being a predator and <laughs> what what kind of you know powers he had. Oh no, that's just ridiculous. But yeah, if 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 Disney are willing to green light a predator movie, um 
you know they own but would it be an r-rated predator movie that's the problem if it's when they can clip it they can make an a pg-13 r uh predator movie and it's going to be fucking shit i think like when we think about disney's acquisition of like uh fox and did they get some no they didn't get sony yet uh with fox (laughs) yet yet it's the keyword there yeah it's gonna happen i mean look at mickey you know he's excited um <laughs> with with their ac- acquisition of Fox and everything that could uh, attains to that and what they can do with all of these franchises, we think of Disney as a children's company. You know, we yeah. think of Disney as, you know, uh the Marvel sort of version uh, uh that they're gonna make with movies. We're thinking about Disney princesses, you know, that's yeah. where we went to straight away with the Predator. <laughs> Disney is much more than just aimed at kids. You know, they understand that they own something. They can make it. And I, I um, think they're probably, they're trying to make, uh, they're probably in the next like five years, we can probably see an, uh, a Disney, like a, a spinoff company with the Fox because they own Century now. Like it's yeah, Century I, movies or whatever it's called. So if they, they can make that their adult or brand still, and they're already doing it. I mean, go on to Disney Plus and look at Star. Is it yeah. Star? Yeah. yeah, it's Star. That's what they're doing, yeah. So, some of the things on there, even I was shocked. I was like, is this really on Disney? You know, yeah. and there was there was a lot of rumours at one point that they cut a lot of stuff out of movies. Um, but I, I can't remember what movie it was, but they specifically, the rumour was, they cut something out of that movie, which was, you know, I think it was like boobs or something. Something just so minuscule. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched that movie and it was all still there as I remembered it. So they're aware enough to know that what they own now, they can still make money from it. They don't have to just cater for children. You know, they've got yeah, it's a different got, age. They've got their well. Disney and they've also got stars. Because yeah. Disney's heyday, in my opinion, was the 90s, the, the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. Those people that they catered for then are us, the adults. Mm. So they need to go down that avenue as well. So when people say things like, oh, Deadpool 3 is not going to be R-rated because it's owned by Disney, of course it will. Deadpool makes its money because it's R-rated. They might, you know, they might um, advertise it differently than what... Well, they did. Do, if but... you look at it, look how the first Deadpool was advertised. They were uh, Ryan Reynolds was coming around that it was like a romantic comedy, mm-hmm. like because it was coming out on Valentine's Day. So yeah. I think Disney and the fact that he's coming into like the fact that he, everybody knows Deadpool is so self-aware. Like it's a known fact that he he breaks the wall. That's his curse, you know. Um, yeah. Disney can have so much fun with it, but they also have to be. Disney wants to be a bit careful because there are still conservative people. Who don't want to see like because they don't want to take care of their kids they just want to sit them down and put them on the disney app and boom but they don't realize there's kid settings and passwords and shit uh, but I have. yeah, yeah I've, you I've know got my account on disney plus which has a pin code on it and everyone else has a children's account because you know you I'm have kids silly. yeah i'm not silly you know yeah. and plus i'm not allowed to show my kids deadpool for some reason i don't know it's the wife i, I don't know what i think say. she wants to wait till they're about like 10 all of them are at least at 10 years old yeah it's just oh, i can't wait that long it's just oh, the swearing i think it's the swearing that she wants to keep them a little more innocent yeah um, i get it i mean she told me off for what uh i was sitting there with my eldest boy watching uh captain america and you don't realize how violent that is until you sit down and watch it with a child, with a child yeah yeah and i know uh 
I, I have to wait to watch that movie with my uh, my nephew. I think I have to wait yeah. till at least ten. If but I as, feel that's it. with Disney, as long as they make it clear, mm. say look, this is not for children. We did make it, but it is not for children. Then you know their hands are clean. And like you say, Deadpool can even use that fourth wall breaking by you know even at the beginning of the movie for five minutes, just say look, this is a situation. I'm at Disney now, so if but you're I'm... not. If you're not over 18, get the fuck out. You know, <laughs> that's all you've got to do. Ah, oh, but here's like the thing with Deadpool being so self-aware. I'm and like and like knowing that they can just throw in everybody knows the difficulty he has with because of Disney's image. Yeah. I want to know how how much they're gonna say about it in the movie. Oh, it, how much are, how much commentary will it be on the movie? Because this is Ryan Reynolds. Like Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Like there's no doubt about it. Uh, Patrick Stewart will always be, you know, Professor Xavier. There's like no question yeah. about it. With the three, the four movies he was in plus Logan, he he has cemented his role just like uh, Hugh Jackman has. The, no one else in the our generation until we die i highly doubt there will be another ryan reynolds who could pull off deadpool the, that's just, because ryan reynolds is deadpool isn't yeah he? he's just like 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 we say the way he acts and he's so quick-witted and just unbelievably funny and he yeah. always has been so he was made for that role that role was made for him and as long as they don't put a leash on him just let I think if they move. give him a pen, like don't put a leash on him. Say, look, this is where you can play in. This is the boundaries we'll let you play in. Everything else is off. Like if if he get if he's given enough room to be creative and like not held down, he's like this is the sm like you cannot do anything. Then yeah. I think it it'll be fine. And if he's given a wide enough pen that he's allowed to play with some because. I'm looking forward to, you know, with Spider-Man and Deadpool in the comics, there's so many great comic moments, you know, and him yeah. and Wolverine. So there's like all these great moments I would love to see, like as a, a, a fan of these comics, live acted, done with Ryan Reynolds. Like, I am so disappointed that there was never Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds on screen. Like for me, yeah, that is the... One. yeah. Like, like just like a a wink and a nod, I would or a team up or anything like other than the fucking shit show that we had in the X Men or Wolverine Origin. Like I want a proper Deadpool Wolverine, like as Ryan Reynolds needs to be. Uh, Deadpool Wolverine is going to come, and I can't see Ryan Reynolds leaving this role anytime soon. No. So we're going to get that team. It won't be Hugh Jackman, but I mean, I've heard rumors that the director of Real Steel wants to make a sequel and bring Ryan Reynolds in. So, you know, we'll get him on screen for that. But yeah. whether, whether that even happened, whether that was just a joke or not, I don't know. But yeah, I think I, that, that is the largest, like, any movie. It's kind of like. Uh, Robert De Niro and you know um, Al Pacino. Yeah, you know they were so, yeah. for so long they were never in a movie, 
And everybody was like, oh my God. And the first movie they were acted actually together was like this phenomenal movie. So like, I can't wait for that movie where Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are in the same movie. And I just wish it was like a Deadpool Wolverine, like two iconic roles for me. That would be like, okay, we're done. I never need to see another movie again. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I want to see anything with those two. I'm, I'm with you. I'm just, I'm lost for words because there's literally, I don't think there's any way that we're going to get that team up. Wolverine yeah. and Deadpool, unfortunately. I, I, everyone wants Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. I'm one of these people that doesn't, not because it's not a good character and he did make it his own. But I want them to move forward. And I, I understand. Back, you know, I I would love for kind of like a proper kind of like in um, what movie was it? Oh my god, uh, the rundown with Dwayne the Rock Johnson yes. and um, Sean Patrick, Sean oh. William Scott, Sean William Scott. Um, yeah. I I I felt like when because arnold's in it right just like this wink and a nod moment like in the clubhouse like really at the beginning mm -hmm. and everybody was like oh shit that's the sign that the rock's gonna be the terminator you know and there yeah. was all these rumors running around and people were like no it can't be the terminator can only be you know arnold this and that and i'm disappointed because i think uh the rock would have been a badass terminator yes. like just his bulking size like that's a scary like yeah like a, oh the, like a the, half side Oh. The Rock is now what Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. That that is the equivalent, um, and he's probably even a lot bigger as well. Well, so. size wise, he's he's yeah. bigger, but like career wise, yes, I can see the similarities because yeah. Arnold was all in these like major action roles and some family, and The Rock's been like. It, he's been very friendly family friendly he's had some really aggressive uh violent movies, but they yeah. weren't the same level of violence that was uh arnold and i'm i'm waiting for that really like like r-rated violent like over like vicious like like dave batista kind of has that because he's been in these dave batista by the way is an amazing actor brilliant yeah every uh, role I, he does is different it's mm -hmm. you assume it's going to be the same character but it's not and it's so interesting it's so clever yeah i i love him because he, He's, he was also one of my favorite wrestlers because I just liked the size. Like he he was a yeah. he wasn't the best wrestler, but his his like he was you just knew his character and it was a character you could respect because he had principles, you know. Yeah. But as an actor, he's played such uh, amazing different things, like in James Bond playing Drax, you know, uh, and doing indie films as well. Like he he wants to test his metal, mm. whereas The Rock and and I. Like there's a different career and I love both of them. They're both successful in their own way and they found their love. Um, but The Rock is kind of like a cookie cutter movie mold that he's doing. Yeah. Like his yeah. movie. And I want to see him like like him showing up in uh, the, 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 the Fast and the Furious. I was like, okay, maybe it's going to be more aggr aggressive. But by then the teeth had been cut from the like aggressivities yeah. of these movies and they were just cookie cutters now. So I want to see The Rock play less of a Disney and try and cater to the kids. And I would love for him to do like an Arnold Schwarzenegger R-rated yeah. badass type movie. Because that because just his size and bulk would be just – and play a villain. I want to see him play a villain. Yeah, I mean, he's only done it twice, technically, hasn't he? So it's very... Uh, Doom, 
was it Dome? Yeah, Dome and the Scorpion King technically was a villain. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. not the Scorpion King movie, but the, but, the yeah, yeah. Returns. So yeah, the Mummy Returns leading into the score, trying to bring that off to a franchise with yeah. him, and it just <laughs> it's a weird franchise, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's let's say about that. But, but yeah, seeing Dwayne Johnson run into a room full of like I don't know, just room full of mob bosses and ripping someone's dick off with his bare hands, and then just throwing at someone else and knocking them out imagine how good that would be because you think back to the 80s it was all about shooting people in the dicks and stuff yeah. so, you know that's <laughs> i know I, that's more like robocop i sort of went to robocop for some reason because yeah. no it's true uh apparently the rock is still going to be doing the um big trouble in little china but again that's not really no uh, that's kind of that that's they're gonna it, he's gonna cookie cutter it up yeah i don't think he's yeah, gonna risk it being like it was when it first came out i think he's gonna try and like make it more family friendly to his image so he can still appeal to everybody yeah and it, it kind of like it it annoys me but at the same time i understand it money wise yeah i mean then, like, dwayne johnson he, he's a big great action star but at the same time it's action for kids isn't it he's still yeah. aiming at that market you know we're still yeah. talking about because it's like something you can always show your kids like you yeah. grew up with him as the rock and then you see his movies and you're like oh these movies aren't that bad like yes he has some more action heavy like sky skyscraper was more of a maybe i'm not going to show my kids that because it's a little too violent but you know maybe rampage yeah. i would because it's like oh this is comical because this is not real life yeah. so like they can understand that it's not real life like this things these things don't happen so they don't have to be that old you know and jungle cruise is another movie that it's a kid friendly disney again you know he's the disney action he's the disney arnold in essence yeah yeah because no, he can do those more aggressive for the older audience but he can also just be a disney but it's, it's still it's still the rock isn't it even yeah. in like you say fast and the furious it's still the rock you know kicking ass but you know it's you could still show that to your kids because it's not really violent as yeah. such yeah, um, it's, a, it's a family friendly action movie yeah i love how we got from ryan reynolds to the rock i don't we're gonna jump into the the uh other sequel news you do love giving us sequel news here that's, that's uh, what it's pretty about. much all the movies have been sequel news um uh hollywood movie, have no original ideas no there, there's no more original yeah. ideas i have some original ideas and they keep turning me down i'm telling you my story my life story is a goddamn blockbuster i'm in the making mine, i'm telling you mine isn't um yeah <laughs> but uh, this is a blockbuster because it comes from an independent movie that made it big uh but they wanted to... I've, I've only seen the once but i only remember really good things about it uh, yeah. chronicle um uh the three uh young boys who gain superpowers a kid is it I can't remember how they got the superpowers, but they got um, the So what happens is uh, you have Michael B. Jordan in it. This is like one of his yep. first acting careers. Uh, you have the gentleman who goes on to play the Green Goblin. Dang the Han. Yeah, in the yeah. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. I can't, and I don't know about the other uh, guy in it. Can't remember, but you have three kind of like, kind of friends. Um, yeah, Cause there's awkwardness between them. Yeah. and there's like this meteor that crashes after That's close it. to a party and they yeah. go in and they end up getting like blacked out or touching something blacking out or something mm. and ending up getting like superpowers where they can fly and 
telekinesis and all this stuff such a good movie because it gives a new premise to the idea of superheroes and this kind of like i think this is where the shift in superhero movies kind of happen with it like you can yeah. make it based in real life because and it, it it's got that more grounded reality as well because of the found footage yeah um side to it as well you know it's all filmed on phones and the vlogging cameras and security cameras and things like that so yeah i it's it's a great concept it's an original idea and now they're going to bring it into this generation and gender swap it for females so they're going to do a sequel uh and yeah basically switch it out for a few girls instead and it's speaking 10 10 years in the future yeah uh, 10 yeah 10 years after the events of the first film which is great because it gives the opportunity to bring back one of the actors or the kids find this find the footage right yeah like you know it was been hidden and like oh that comes over to a new house finds this like they move into the old house or something so there's a nice connection to the old film and so you you have again bring back that uh family friendly feel uh not family friendly feel but that feel good moments because you yeah. have such fond memories of the first movie yeah it's, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be hard to kind of avoid the copy and paste because that first movie isn't it dane dehan's character that goes a bit psycho and yeah he ends up getting yeah and and it and kill ends up killing michael b jordan and it's kind of like his brother or like his best friend ends up yeah. having to kill him yeah um, and he ends up putting the ashes of both of them because they were talking at the uh, like in tibet or something like that and he's flying around the world still so yeah. he's still alive as we know so it could be that he makes a callback uh, shows yeah. up near the end, and then you get the third movie that will come out because that's how Hollywood works. It has to yeah, have a as, as long as they go down a route where you know, say it is three females, for instance, it's not a, a one of them starts going a bit crazy and the other two have to stop her. Avoid that. Try and you know, maybe the government starts coming after them because of the first guy, first incident, you know, yeah, or maybe even the one of the guys from the original government captured him and turned him and he they sent him after them and you know think something like that as long as it's different because they have to go up against a bad guy obviously because that's the point of a superhero movie good versus yeah. evil they have to do that but just don't make it oh they got superpowers one of them can't handle it and goes a bit mad so they they need to avoid that but as long as they come up with an interesting idea based on this already interesting idea they've got a they've got a good movie on their hands yeah it's going to be interesting to see how they take modern day and put it fix it in as well like with TikTok and social media <laughs> yes because this uh, was at the beginning of social media so it wasn't that popular as it is today yeah so there's and, so, and so much power that the camera quality movie. wasn't as good so no. it's, it's going to be crisp it, yeah, it's going to be very crisp. interesting. Yeah, it's going to be great. And you know what? I think I'm going to probably rewatch Chronicle now. Yeah, me too. It's now once I'm done with uh, the Mighty Ducks segue. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm, nice. I'm going to go back and watch Chronicle. Smooth segue with that, and we'll jump into the review of the Mighty Ducks. Oh, such a classic! I mean, we pretty much covered it for the first ten minutes of this episode. We, yes. we we normally wait till the end, but we poured so much love on this. Um, it's it's a great, feel good, brilliant movie. 
the only issue i have like this the one small issue with this brilliant but like i'm not going to knock this like i normally do i'm not going to sit here and go well this is stupid this is stupid yeah the only small problem i had was the the kind of mirror um gordon bombay's childhood where he, he he's on this hockey team and he's got really a headstrong coach you know if you don't win you're a fucking loser and you know yeah, yeah all right he's 10 calm down <laughs> but that's what the guy was like he was so evil it was just... yeah, yeah he was over the top like there was intensity that was not needed yeah especially they had to portray him as because it was like a two like they were decided that may have two villains in this movie you have that coach being a villain of uh gordon bombay's story because it's yeah. also the story of redemption. Because look, this is why he's a fucking horrible person in real life. Is because he got this mentality that win, win, win from this coach. Yeah. So it's kind of like his redemption story, turning his life around from being a you know this win at all cost lawyer and heartless son of a bitch to being like a like a family friendly person. You know, like yeah. he's thinking more about life and that. But yeah, also, he, it's a he did, he did go very quickly from the beginning of this movie. I hate kids and hockey to you know finding out again. Like, that's I'm, I'm not really fussed about that because that's no. a story arc. And this, as far as I'm aware, it takes place over like you know at least a few months or maybe even a year. I'm not. So he was he was hit with 500 hours of community service. Right. That device. So how many days is that? That is. 24 days no that doesn't sound right Eight, yeah i'll do I, it right I, here hold on i let i know share my screen. Oh, here yeah. let me show my share my screen see this is like this is american in england five thousand hours of community service no, not five thousand it was 500 or oh, even 500 will take a few months because you know he's only coaching the team for like what an hour or two a day oh i'm sorry it's 20.88 days so that's if he's doing 24 wow. hours okay so we t we go you normally work what eight hours a day yeah so he has to do eight hours a day because he has no choice because he can't do the real work yeah but these kids are at school and he has to train them after school for like an hour or two because they are still kids you know so you're thinking that's what 10 hours but a week he's Okay, ten hours a week. That's fifty weeks then. Yeah, exactly. So that's okay, that's it's, that's it's near enough a year. That's what I'm saying. It's you know, and also Stop the games. You know, stopping logical. I just if it was stopping logical. To be honest, that would make it more of a problem if he fell in love with these kids after twenty days because you do not change your attitude that far. Yeah, the only the only problem I did have with the movie is, yeah, he he messed up the final game. He missed the penalty and. You know, I, you're a terrible young boy. You should give up hockey and probably go and kill yourself. That's like the attitude that the the coach had. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, the same kind of scenario happens with the ducks, and it's like it's a bit weird that that exact scenario happens in a final. It's the last second, and you have a penalty. That's the only problem I had because that's not really realistic. But I get why they had to put it in the story because. Yeah. You have to show the two sides, the the the, the original way, coach, the the wrong way and the right way of yeah, the right it. way. If you don't win, you're a loser. As opposed to just have fun. If you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. And it's it's a good message. I just don't like the fact that they had to do that exactly the same. They could have done it in a, a tied game, going to shootouts. That would yeah. have been better, you know. And like 
Charlie is the last chance. Like if he scores, they win the game or yeah. if they yeah. don't, that would have been better instead of doing the penalty shot, but yeah. they needed to keep it as close as similar to. Gordon yeah. I, I get it. It's, it's, you know, it's a kid's movie. So they yeah. have to, they have to mirror it because they want the kids to understand that there's a right way and a wrong way to do. Yeah. Cause if they do it with, for older kids, yeah having the pal uh doing a, a playoff shootout older yeah. kids would under understand the similarities versus mm -hmm. like you know your five-year-old child probably won't or your three-year-old child won't understand that yeah yeah but uh, other than that i love this a lot I, I can't i forgot how much i like this movie uh, oh, yeah. as I, as i've said to you and i think i've said it on the show as well when i watch these movies back it, because i've watched them so many times i put them on in the background just to kind of soak it in so oh. i remember stuff to talk about uh but this one i just got sucked into i i switched everything off and i watched this movie and it's it's just brilliant feel good you know all the kids are having fun all the kids have their own personalities and they're all very interesting to watch like you said not the greatest of acting but you can give that a pass for a disney movie yeah mix all that up and put Emilio Estevez in in the in the titular role you've you've got you've got a classic on your hands and it, it's, it's 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 held up so well and it's just brilliant it really is how many uh hockey pucks are you giving this movie out of 10 um yeah. I'm gonna go eight because again like it's there's little things wrong with it you know again no movie is ever going to be perfect true Maybe Green Lantern starring Ryan Reynolds, but we'll talk about that <laughs> another day. What every time I try and think of the worst movie ever, that's what my brain goes to, even though I know that that's not true. You know, there are worse yeah. movies than that, but yeah, I don't know. It yeah, were superhero movie, um, starring a celebrity, an actual celebrity, and a, a North American Catwoman. So. Catwoman. Never seen it, but that's got to be worse. Electra never seen it but that's got to be worse i take it back yeah exactly yeah. ryan reynolds is a god and even <laughs> his shit movies are still watchable um yeah i apologize <laughs> don't hate me don't as you know aaron is the uh, president of the uh ryan reynolds fan club in britain uh if you weren't aware he is that if you're interested in joining uh, the fan club and you live in britain uh make yeah, sure just, you reach out just to send me just send me 500 500 of a our good english pounds and i will send you a form to fill out and you can join the club um, <laughs> if you ever get a dm asking where do i send the money i'm gonna hate you <laughs> well i do need a new laptop so you know, if anyone wants to help out send me, send me some money um no i this this movie is a kid's movie but because we grew up in that era it still has that nostalgic yeah like I remember wanting to play hockey after watching this and knowing that I have no chance playing hockey. I vividly remember getting roller blades for Christmas that year, fell over and threw them away because <laughs> I'm I'm not athletic in the slightest. But I remember trying to attempt to do something like that. So Well, I'm a Canadian, so I was born under the ice and was I, from the I, I was thinking during this movie, because every sort of movie I see surrounding this or even the tv like i watched malcolm in the middle a few weeks ago yeah. and there was an episode about skating and i was thinking is it a requisite for american and canadian children to have to learn how to skate canadian canadian 
Yeah, but American as well. Like, well, if you're in the northern states, because we get ice because of winter uh, for so long. Uh yeah, you 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 learn because you're like, what am I gonna fucking do? I'm gonna go. When you're younger, you go. Your parents are like, go learn hockey, go skate. Because it's like, okay, I can drop my kid off for like five, like for three hours. They can skate, get exhausted. Parents are up there, you know, sipping on coffee, but probably fill a, a uh, you know, Bailey's and that, and chit chatting with their friends. And so they're like, oh god, that's done. And then they're like, oh shit, my kid's actually fucking good. So then they start putting the pressure on the kid to go professional and all that. I, I, I played hockey. I was, I never, I got a participation trophy. I was happy with that for so long. But like, I, I played soccer. I tried football and I tried sports. And I'm like, no, I am a lazy man. Yeah, and I never really I, had the self drive to go. So I, I played rugby at school and I won a tournament, I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I just remember that it was like, you're quite big and you can run fast. Here's a ball. And I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I dreamt that I like final. segueing into rugby. I want to just let, let everyone know this episode of the Phil Better Show is uh, sponsored by uh, Sarla Rugby, an amazing uh, rugby team in the south of France of Sarla. Thank you to my good friend Dom Einhorn, the actual owner of the team, for sponsoring the uh, episodes of the Phil Better Show and investing yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you very much. Going on, you played rugby, yes? Yeah, I just... <laughs> Yeah, it's only because I saw the jersey and it just reminded me. And I was like, <gasps> I was not athletic when I was younger. My dad is a very big sports fan and he kind of pushed me into these things. I think I played uh, soccer, uh, football for a little while. Um, and yeah, I played rugby, but I wasn't very good. So I became a goth instead. Well, not very gothy, but I wore very dark clothes and listened to very heavy music because I was a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> and became a nerd instead yes that that showed him uh, yeah i wasn't good and you forced me you didn't nurture me i hate you daddy yeah i'm gonna listen to sad sad music now how dare you because it speaks to me not realizing that it actually doesn't speak to you because you're not actually sad because that's not the worst things in life no uh, no um, but yeah, Mike Ducks, great film, great movie. Oh, yeah, go, go getting out of the <laughs> darkness of our childhood. Uh, yes, no, Mighty Ducks. Why did my movie. parents hug me? Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was it's brilliant. Like I say, I'm I'm so into it again now that I'm going to go and watch the sequels and then the TV show because it's rekindled my love for Gordon Bombay and the Ducks. No, I'm I'm enjoying it. Like I, I was telling you uh, before we jumped on the show, I was actually watching it just before that's why i was kind of late i was yeah. re-watching it because it was such a good movie i'm like i need yeah. to watch this movie man it just made me all w wonderful that's so that's why i'm giving it only 7.5 yeah. um because there is some faults in it but it did give me enough feelings that it was good and uh the faults just dropped a little but 7.5 pucks is still a great movie yeah. uh i love it um we're gonna wrap up here aaron where can they find you Aaron Talks Films across the board, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, um, other things that I'm supposed to set up that Phil told me to do last week that I forgot and haven't done yet because I've had a tough week, Phil, so don't shout at me. I'm not. I, I, yes. Okay. Aaron Talks Films. Yeah, no, I was supposed to fill out some forms and I haven't done it yet, Phil. I apologize. 
Got to get the OnlyFans up. I'm telling you, that's how we're going to make the money off you, your feet. No one wants to see these feet. Trust me. No <laughs> Trust me, man. There are people who love those nasty feet. Okay, I'll 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 take some pictures and send them to you, and we'll no, see. No, I don't happens. want to see those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Aaron talks films across the board. Uh, YouTube mainly. Go check me out. Yeah, you have some great movies. I am, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul. I host so many uh, podcasts. I do want to make a little announcement. Uh, one of the podcasts that I produce is a top 3% podcast in the world. Yes, I have a podcast as well. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. Carry on. That's not. It's not my podcast that he's talking about, but I forgot I also have a podcast. Because you said, where can you find me? I forgot about the podcast. Carry on. Sorry. <laughs> son of a gun i love you um yes one of the podcasts i produce for the amazing lloyd ross is a top three percent podcast globally that means it is in the top three percent of podcasts around the world list beaming by listen and three other the podcasts that i host the investing yourself the digital entrepreneur podcast the real boys another movie review that, that i am a host that airs monday and friday and this podcast, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Feel Better Show is a top 10% podcast. That means we are listened to in the top 10 percentile. I don't know what it means, but we are listened to. We are in the top 10 uh, percentile of podcasts worldwide. There are over 2 million podcasts worldwide, and we are listened to more than 90% of podcasts out there. So I was trying to do the maths. That's like 2,000, isn't it? It's uh, you, you remove one, so two million, two hundred thousand. Sweet, I'm yeah, insane. If you think about it, there are over like 50 million YouTube, over like a hundred thousand blog, a hundred million blogs, or something like that. But podcasting is a super small uh niche of media. So, I want to thank every single person who listens to this podcast worldwide each week tuning in live my boy aaron who is an amazing brilliant podcaster you can listen to him uh on uh, horror with sort of sturdy and uh, a frequent uh listener and commentator if you're watching the replay hashtag replay if you're watching this live always remember hashtag live uh go over to instagram at the feel better show to follow us and if you want to follow me my boy, keeping it up good. God, I love you. Um, if you want to follow my journey being a podcast mogul on Instagram at Podcaster Feel Better, I thank you so much for watching, listening, and we'll see you in the next week. Stay hydrated. Stay classy. <laughs> <laughs>